Welcome back to Connections Tech Experience podcast series. In the spotlight on this episode, all things Microsoft, M365, Azure, and how you deal with certain end-of-life situations. In conversation, both from Connections Microsoft Center of Excellence, we have Sri Vasakutin, Product Marketing Coordinator, and Dan Fischetti, Senior Program Manager for Software. We join the conversation with some key takeaways from the recently wrapped up Microsoft Inspire conference. You attended the conference this year and I, I watched the keynotes live. And how was the event and what was the main pitch that Microsoft had there and what were the takeaways? The Microsoft event every year is, it's the opportunity where Microsoft globally brings partners globally, like I said, all together, basically talk about what their strategies and goals are for their fiscal year each year. Uh, this year, the biggest takeaway for me was they're really, really encouraging us as a trip, a traditional LSP partner to branch out a little bit further and talk about and collaborate, not talk about, but really collaborate with our service integrator partners, with um, additional ISV partners, where it's more of that third party solution on how those solutions tie into the Microsoft Teams experience, the Azure experience, and modern workplace altogether. So really the goal is how do we build relationships inside of our, our current customer base, but then also be able to attach the full solution and give the customer a full, just a full solution from end to end. And that gives us a, it gives us a great opportunity just to be more valuable to our customers and to Microsoft themselves. One of the biggest key takeaways that I've noticed with, uh, not noticed, but really they delivered on was Microsoft Teams. That's going to be a huge play as we continue down the path of fiscal year 20 with Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft Teams is, it's more than just a peer-to-peer calling or a replacement for Skype. It's a full, full-on collaboration tool where, yes, you get the, you get the audio conferencing, you get all that, that that's good stuff, right? but they're making it more of a valuable application where it's tying in SharePoint, it's tying in Outlook, it's tying in PowerPoint, where it's basically using, you know, when you're tying in all these applications or additional applications into one one app, and you can access everything directly out of that application, you think about it as a worker, it makes life a lot easier to work through, and you don't have to constantly be back and forth going in and out of your Outlook, going to a PowerPoint, going to whatever it might be, you can work directly out of Teams in a team collaborative environment where if you're co-authoring anything that you're working on, um, it just makes it for a more team-oriented experience to be able to build and develop the things that you're trying to do. I saw that um, Teams also came out as like a 13 million daily subscribers or, some, or something, right? That is one of the the one of the big announcements that um, you know Satya Nadella, the CEO, made in, on his keynote. So let's backtrack a little bit and talk about how you're going to use this Teams as an application to kind of implement your vision of partnering with other ISVs or other partners and bring a complete solution. Our, our vision right now, and obviously this is a collaborative vision between Microsoft, Connection, and these strategic alliance partners that, w- that we're putting bigger bets on, so to speak. 
And what they're doing is you look at it from a peer-to-peer calling perspective, as I was talking about before, how does that look to the customer? How do we create that energized experience when we're doing a Skype conference or an audio conference or a Teams conferencing is really what we're talking about on that part. When you start looking at Teams from the from the perspective of a conference room area, so, I mean, you have the examples where you're able to tie in some of our strategic hardware partners where it can help basically make a better experience in a small conference room setting because these, these partners have, you know, the, the video side of it. So you, you're talking flat screen TVs on a wall, and then they also have the ability to have that device tied directly into everything. And just it creates more of that collaborative experience where if you're a remote worker, you feel like you're in the room because you're visually seeing everyone. So from that side is Microsoft's trying to tie that collaborative piece in with those additional partners that can offer the AV solution for this. Dan, let's talk a little bit about M365. We talked about Teams. Now M365 is more like the meta suite in which Teams is a part of. How does this combining the ISVs play out in the M365 space? Yeah, it's an interesting point because you look at these independent software vendors and you look at Microsoft and the modern workplace is what we're really looking at. So it's how are we creating that experience in modern workplace where it's a full solution. So when you start looking at it, like I was mentioning with us working with some of the hardware or some of those additional hardware vendors that offer the audio visual solution, really you got to take it and unpack it a little bit further where you're just, you start looking at outlook and how are you doing? Um, how are you backing up exchange online? So you gotta, you gotta be able to offer a backup solution. And then on top of the backup solution, cause it's all cl- obviously cause it's all cloud-based. It's all going from, to Azure, pretty much all backs into it when you have it all set up with, you know, Azure AD experience and all that. On top of that, what's the biggest thing that's really out there in today's news? And what's the biggest thing that customers are worried about is their data? How are they securing their data from the end user all the way back into the data center? Um, and so we're, we're working with those strategic security partners on top of Microsoft security to fully offer that solution to the customer from a, the best end user experience to backing up all their data and information and to securing it from start to finish. Dan, let's um, switch gears a little bit and talk a little bit about Azure. You talked, you mentioned Azure, but how was, what was the Azure pitch? I know that the general Microsoft messaging is about like, you know, um, increasing consumption on Azure and uh, um, how did that? How does that play out for our customers? Like, what what does it mean when Microsoft says we want to have more people on Azure? How does that play out in a, in a connection customer base? Yeah. So with with Azure, it's you're you're deliver you're looking at having a cloud base, a cloud data center, right? But that aspect is when we have when we're working with our customers around having a um, Azure environment, investing in Azure, right? So we want to be able to offer them solutions through the Azure marketplace where it's the same situation where I was talking about with uh, modern workplace. Um, but with Azure, it's th- there's, there's the capability of you have it in one location, you have it failover and high availability in another location across the world. It helps with basically making sure the customer doesn't have any downtime in their environment, 
But when you start looking at how you can reduce the footprint size when it comes to physical hardware boxes, you could still have a couple of hardware boxes in your environment. But really, Azure gives you that capability where you have the, that so much flexibility and, el- and elasticity from a server, from a virtual server farm perspective that you, you can do a lot more. Dan, talking about using Azure as a way for our customers who are still on on-prem to kind of to expand to Azure. I know that the Windows Server, SQL Server, end of life is a big event. How is connection going on about it? How we're really approaching it is that we, you know, we want to look at Azure and helping our customers with these updates. So there's three key points really to the whole thing. It's, you know, you're talking innovation is what you're getting through Azure. You're talking cost savings and you're really talking security and compliance. You know, with everything with the customers where if they're not updating or upgrading their servers to either the latest on-prem software or if they're not going to move their licensing to the cloud, you know, the biggest thing that is risk is, you know, security updates. And and that's the biggest thing that where a lot of customers in today's environment, they're worried about security. And right now, Windows uh, SQL Server is out of security. Um, there's no security update, um, security from Microsoft available for SQL Server 2008 and 2008 R2, right? Right. No, yeah, exactly. And, and it's we're already there. They got to update, right? So, you know, when looking at the, innovate, the innovative side that Azure could bring to them, it, it's going to make the customer a little bit more agile in their environment. Um, it gets the full reporting capabilities. And it, plus also in addition is through the Azure marketplace, there's additional ISV partners out there that deliver great solutions that have the ability to help the customer in their current environment in whatever way they need help with. And it's, it's impressive. And that's what kind of bringing things full circle with a lot with our conversation today is that's what Microsoft is talking about at Microsoft Inspire, whether it's from Azure to modern workplace to working with partners the whole goal is so the whole, so everyone works together in a more collaborative experience. And it doesn't matter where people are working from, whether you're, you know, you're in the office, whether you're a remote employee working out of your house, or if you're working at a Starbucks, the biggest thing is where you can be productive from anywhere. And you can do that with the Microsoft solution set with Modern Workplace and Azure. So are you engaging in any specific conversations regarding like the ISV solutions on Azure Marketplace right now? Yeah, 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 100%. No, I mean, we're identified our strategic partners like we have with the modern wor- workplace talk track and strategy that we were mentioning earlier. It's the same talk track. I mean, and it, honestly, it's a lot of the same partners that are going to help us deliver that overall solution that our customers can be ready for. And we want to be able to just all, you know, when it makes sense to the customer, it makes sense, but it's really just offering that full solution. Can you talk a little bit more about what connection services team is doing in terms of the Windows Server, SQL Server transition to uh, whether it's Azure um, extended security updates, which is free or to uh, Windows Server 2019 setup? Yeah, I mean, so from from the connection value add standpoint, really, you start looking at how, how do we look at the lifecycle management of an agreement with a customer, and when we walk through the 
the process with the customer, really we want to understand what do they currently have deployed in their environment? What do they currently own licensing-wise from a Microsoft investment? And then how and then how do we look at that? If it's older if it's older software, like you mentioned, 2008, 2008 R2, if it's SQL or Windows, really our overall approach is to what's going to work best for the customer? Do they stay full? Do they invest fully on on-prem licensing, which is typically the most expensive way? But they should start really considering that hybrid. If they're not ready for a full cloud environment, but want to do a mix, you did it at hybrid, on-prem, cloud type uh, mix in their environment. That way, they're they're better in preparing themselves for the long tail of their business. Really, we want to be able to lead the customer down the path of and adopting the cloud technologies the best way that they can. What is a call to action for a customer who is going through the Windows Server, SQL Server, end of life, and uh, what are the next steps that they have? How do connection take care of them? Yeah, no, so really a call to action is we strongly encourage our customers, current customers or even customers or prospective customers, really to reach out to connection or their account manager uh, to further engage our specialized Microsoft resources uh, to go through the path of, doing a full Microsoft licensing optimization so we understand their roadmap for how they want to adopt cloud products. Uh, but then also we have in our full value, we have the ability to loop, not even take care of the licensing side, but we could also talk to technical services group or, you know, our Microsoft services practice uh, to help deliver that full solution so we can cover the customer from the licensing, migration and implementation and utilization. So we got we can cover the full gambit for our customers the best way we can. So migrations is one of the services that we offer uh, uh, from our TSG group. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Reach back out, Mr. Customer. Talk to our account managers and see how we're how we can help deliver the best Microsoft solution to you as best as possible. Dan, we we talked about a lot of stuff today. Like we talked about M three sixty five. We talked about Microsoft Teams, we talked about Azure, we talked about Windows Server, SQL Server, end of life means for our customers and what is the migration path to Azure. And I'm looking forward to having individual conversations on all these topics in the coming podcast episodes. And um, it was great talking to you today. Again, Shri and Dan from Connections Microsoft Center of Excellence team. If you would like more information on any of the topics that were covered, you're invited again to reach out to your account management team. You can also join us online. We'll simply point you to connection.com slash Microsoft.